The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. This is the testimony of John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Then why are you baptizing if you are neither the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water. But among you stands one you do not know. Even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany across the Jordan, where John was baptizing. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The Lord has done great things for us. We are filled with joy. So you with the psalmist sang. You do have the same spirit as he, you know. We were like men dreaming. Our mouth was filled with laughter, our tongue with rejoicing. Then, back then, we were, was filled. The joy turns for the psalmist and I suspect for you. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the torrents in the southern desert, like the dry wilderness wadis that overflow during some rare cloudburst. Restore our joy. Isn't that what you want? That ever-elusive joy. As that old song from Broadway's Mame put it, we need a little Christmas now. Or maybe it's the line from Amazing Grace that strikes for you the chord. How precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed did appear. Maybe now it's just so much nostalgia, so much dreaming of a white Christmas or whatever. Just moments ago, you prayed to your Jesus, imploring him to hear your prayers and lighten the darkness of your heart. A heart that, as Blessed Augustine said, and you know, <coughs> is restless, O Lord, 
until it rests in you. So the Spirit gives us Gaudete today, the rose-colored day, so that we again can say we are filled with joy and know again the born-again preciousness of God's amazing grace that lets hearts stay dark no more. For your Jesus did say that he was sent to bind up the brokenhearted and give you the oil of gladness, no less. And all that happens, you said in that prayer to which you affixed your firm amen, by his gracious visitation, by his presence, his very real coming to you. In the Holy Gospel, you heard that the Pharisees sent priests and Levites all the way from Jerusalem to interrogate John. The Pharisees are never happy about anything. Joy escapes them. John was drawing huge crowds, packing them in and baptizing at Bethany beyond the Jordan. Nobody goes to Bethany beyond the Jordan for a destination wedding. You don't need to go there to confess your sins. You can just say Psalm 51. Psalm 32 says you can. I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin. Period. Or, if you really need God's touch of grace, there are plenty of priests in Jerusalem before whom you may confess. No, you go out to Bethany beyond the Jordan if something is happening there. If Elijah might show up there, or the prophet, or the Christ. That's why the priests and Levites sent by the Pharisees are asking John, who are you? They knew something was up. So do the crowds. So do you when you see a crowd. And it turns out they were right. There stands among you one whom you do not know. He's come. He's here. All the prophets had said, he's coming. John said, he's here among you, but unknown, unrecognizable, hidden. The evangelist said that he was in the world all along, long before the first Christmas morn, and that, in fact, the world was made through him, yet it didn't know him. The Pharisees didn't know him. The priests and Levites didn't know him, never would. But you do. Received him, too. Come to us. Abide with us. You sing every year. I hear you. And not only do you know him and receive him, you love him. 
without seeing him. Amazing. He came to his own, but his own disowned him. He came to you, and you fell in love with him, been touched by him, thanks be to God. Why, you've dropped everything to approach this altar to have him touch you yet again, just as he said he would, with his own holy, life-giving body, blood, soul, and divinity, the infinite occupying the finite, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Though it be with trepidation and maybe some lingering doubt, maybe that melancholy that comes from feeling alone, as if you were alone, even in a crowd, alone in church, elusive joy, and you conclude it's unrequited love. You pray, and you think it's a one-way call, no response. You're living in the telegram age. So St. Paul comes in here on this rose-colored day to grab you by the shoulders and wed pray without ceasing to rejoice always. Rejoice not because you feel like doing it, but because Christ is in you even when you don't feel him. One day you will, literally. Now the devil's sticking blinders on and doing everything he can to quench the spirit. Here and in your prayers. Say your prayers out loud. Say the Our Father so the devil can hear what he despises so much. He won't stick around. Every one of those words gives him the heaves. Because they are peace for you. Even as your Heavenly Father is, as Paul proclaims, the God of peace, who is faithful and does as he says. The scars in Jesus' hands prove it. God will bless you, sustain you, sanctify, and present you blameless at our Lord's coming. You and Jesus in full embrace. See it now, tears of joy on your face. And come here and open your mouth to what is more real than anything you feel. The mercy of his incredible given and shed love for you. You, as you are right now, whether your week has been good or lousy, whether you've been overwhelmed or bored, you're in the crowd with John today, and you know of whom he speaks, whose sandal it is that you and he are not worthy to untie. But who will let you, if you ask? Expectations are high, and the baptizer delivers. 
because of what you here by grace are given, you can say, the Lord has done great things for me, and I, for one, am glad. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.